Life Beyond Limits podcast. I'm your host, Emma Gibson. Each week I'll be sharing a combination of interviews with incredibly inspiring people from around the world who have achieved greatness, overcome adversity and never given up, as well as solo episodes from me sharing my own journey as a leading transformation coach, helping you to release resistance around money, success and self-worth and to see the limitless potential within yourself to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. My aim for this podcast is to share incredible insights into how to create a champion mindset and live the life that you were born to live with confidence, ease and belief. So are you ready to transform your life from the inside out? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Life Beyond Limits podcast. This week, I am back to doing what I love, which is interviewing amazing people, and I've not done one for a while, so I'm super, super excited to bring you this episode because I came across this lady not that long ago, I would say probably about six weeks ago, um, and one of her posts on Instagram literally got my attention straight away. She was talking about everything that I talk about, Um, and I just loved her energy and since then I followed her um, reached out to her to see if she would come on my podcast and we had a good chat and thankfully she did and so I'm super excited to welcome Megan to the show now normally Megan I go into a waffly introduction with my guests and then I listen to it and think oh no why did I do that so I'm gonna let you introduce yourself if that's all right and I know that always feels a little bit oh I don't know what to say but if you could just introduce yourself um let us know a bit more about what you do before we deep dive into why this post stood out to me um and the background of your story because uh just from the snippets that we've had in conversation there's going to be so much goodness that's going to come from this and as I just said to you just now I absolutely love your energy and you're just so aligned with what you're doing and it really comes across and I just think if we can start to share that message with other people people will just naturally be drawn to it and um, create shift straight away so over to you my darling Hello, thank you so much for that. I'm so excited to be here um, and to have this conversation. So yeah, I'm Megan. I'm a business mindset and energetics coach, really helping online business owners to know what their unique selling point is and to sell that on the internet, essentially, and really build this movement of unapologetic women. That's what I want to create. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the, the, the stuff that we'll talk about is really like the the juice of what I love to do with the identity work and the mindset and belief system Um, and then on top of that a lot around um, using your messaging to sell Um, I have a 10 year background in sales before I became a coach and um, I ignored that for a really long time and actually I was like I'm really good at this I was a really great career before so I bring that into my coaching as well and I just have this this way to be able to see beyond what people are actually saying and really Mm. pull out what they should be sharing in their messaging and how they should be positioning themselves so that they can feel like the expert they can feel like the authority without it feeling like this this fake persona that they they put on so yeah that is me in a roundabout way (laughs) awesome and do you know what i love what you do and when we spoke we we because i'm from sales as well i've got 13 years um sales experience And then when you run your own business, suddenly selling takes on a whole new meaning. And when they say no, 
to my previous products that I used to sell, it was like, well, that's fine because it's not directly linked to me. And then all of a sudden you're selling your programs, your services, and all of a sudden a no lands a little bit differently. And it's like, oh my God. Um, and I know certainly for me, I, I forgot how to sell at one point and just made it so complicated and this big thing. And, um, and it held me back for quite a while. So I love the fact that obviously you, I don't love the fact that you experienced it. But I love that you then actually remembered just mm. how good you are at sales and are now helping other people because there's still that sense of ickiness, isn't there, around selling. And I just, I now see it as just a, a fun opportunity to share what I do and to help people know how I can transform their lives. Um, but I have to remind myself of that an awful lot. So I can't wait to dive into that a little bit more because I think that that is such a subject that when you can overcome it, it really does reframe how you see sales and then just shifts everything. The reality is we sell every day, don't we? Like even when we're with our friends, like, oh my God, have you seen that movie? And we talk about the movie or the restaurant or whatever. But the minute you think you are selling, suddenly you go, oh, don't know how to do it, don't know how to do it. But um, the thing that I wanna start with, if that's all right with you, is obviously the post that stood out to me was you talking about your shift, uh, your transformation from 2k months to 10k months um and you it was a carousel post and you went through the process but what really came through was that it was had very little to do with what you were actually doing and had a lot more to do with the identity shift um and for people who've been following me for a while now know that i'm really really passionate about getting people to see that sales is not one dimensional it's not always about just the doing side of things. Of course, we need to take action. Um, but there are so many other elements that come into our success story. And the identity part is massive. Um, and the more I research it, the more I dive into it, the more bigger that part actually becomes. Um, and so I'd love for you to just really kind of share with us what led you to that part where you felt you were able to create identity shifts because again we often know what we need to do but yeah. knowing what we need to do and actually doing it there's a massive block there's like this invisible wall that appears for people that i often call mind shit um that then holds you back and stops you from applying it so it would be amazing just to get your insights into what what worked with you and what led you to that no, something's got to change moment. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll share my, my story because I think it's quite powerful and then we can definitely yeah. dive into the different aspects because there's so much there that, that we can talk about. But um, a year ago, well, over a year ago, I found out I was pregnant, um, a little unexpectedly, but not completely unexpectedly. <laughs> and uh, it really threw me because mm -hmm. I was, my business wasn't really making any money. I was working in a full-time job that I didn't like. I had moved back from Thailand. I lived in Thailand for a year and that was like the thing where everything was meant to fall into place. All my excuses were supposed to disappear when I was living in this exotic country. Yeah. And I fell pregnant and obviously with the hormones and everything, but I also was like, is this, this isn't where I thought I would be when I got pregnant. And it was just this huge, 
earth-shattering realization of like I actually don't like who I've become I'd poured so much into thinking like I had to be xyz mm. pretend to be somebody else um and maybe like you know all the things I used to do before which are relevant and I believe in but they're just not my you know you say I'm very alive right now they're not what I was what I'm here to do yeah and it was around September so I just got out of the, the first trimester whole like cloud had lifted and I was like I need to stop pouring so much into my business and I need to pour into me I need to be proud of the woman I am I cannot bring a baby into this world feeling this way about myself and it was a a huge amount of self-loathing to be honest yeah and so I um focused from September until the end of the year and obviously ongoing I focused on like me I Mm -hmm. looked at who I was being I looked at my the way I was talking to myself. I looked at the way I felt about myself, self-love, self-worth, self-esteem. Um, and I invested in a hypnotherapist at the end of last year. And I said to this hypnotherapist, I just need to feel proud of the woman that I am. Mm-hmm. I had five sessions with her, um, going from around December until like January or beginning of Feb. And I remember I was walking around um, the the area where I lived and there's quite nice houses in my old old house that I used to live in there's a golf course and I was walking around and it was dark and you know cold mm. and I was like I just it just landed in my head like I'm so proud of the woman that I am and around this time I also had a huge thing happen unexpectedly and my my marriage basically fell apart when I was seven months pregnant so my whole life, and this all happened in the end of last year, my life as I knew it, my identity as I knew it, completely shattered. Mm. I didn't know who I was without this person. I didn't know who I was as I was about to become a mum. Yeah. I didn't know who I was, like with all of this change and transformation and personal development that I've been on for the last three or four years, maybe longer. And so it was literally like I had to build it back up again. And I'm not saying that you have to go through something like that to build it back up, but this was my this is where I had to get to for my own realization. And and it was almost like, well, how do I want this to look? And I was um I was doing all of these changes and I started to see traction in my business in January and I was eight months pregnant, heavily pregnant, I was staying at my mum's for a bit, and I signed like I don't know, like five or six clients or something in January, and I couldn't do long term because I was having a baby, and I didn't want to put pressure on myself after mm, a baby yeah. back to work. So um, I had a really uh, my version of a good month in January, and I was like, I'm going to make this work. And then I then I had my baby, and that was a whole thing. And then I became a mum, so that was a whole other identity shift. Um, but when I was on my maternity leave, and I gave myself about two months, three months off a bit before baby as well, about two and a half months off work and I was just witnessing and observing and I was seeing all of these people being successful and how we interpret it you know these big money months sold out launches and I was like everyone's doing this in different ways Mm. there's no not everyone who's doing this everyone who's successful there's no one right way they're not all writing content in the same way they're not all offering the same types of programs and things they're not doing their stories in the same way. They're not using the same platform. I see some people on Facebook, some on Instagram, whatever. Hmm. And I was like, they just believe it. They just have an identity that they are meant to be successful. 
And so when I came back to work and it was end of April, May, May was like the day, May mm. the 1st was the day. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm the identity of like, it was almost like I got to this pissed off energy of like, why well, I'm yeah. not, I'm not playing small anymore. Mm. I'm not here to be the struggling coach. I'm not here and I know, and I know that like, for your listeners, I know this will resonate. I know I'm here for so much more. Yeah. And it's like, you can know that in your head and you're like, why isn't this happening in my reality? Mm. And obviously I'd had all, I would, I mean, I've been working on this stuff, like the, really the, the self-love and the self-worth and that is, is such a basis of, of where you have to be when it comes to identity work. Because when you shift identities, it's really, really uncomfortable. Mm. Because your identity is such a powerful thing for you. But if you don't have that identity, you simply will not take the action that you need to take in order to to create success. It subconsciously primes everything that you're doing. And so I came to work, back to work, and I was like, this is it. Like, this, I'm full-time in my business. I'm no longer available for anything less. And um, yeah, and it, and it grew and I kept working on it. And then yeah, in October, last month now, I hit a 10k month and then this month, I mean, I was at, I don't actually know what I'm at right now, but we hit 10k in sales in the first week. Wow. Uh, so the the shift has been, I mean, I've been in business for a long time, but the time mm. collapsed since May. Yeah. Now has been huge and I, I do attest that to the identity work that I've done. I think the thing is, it just shows like the first shift comes in a decision to, to change. Yeah. in my opinion because then you're you're willing to start to see things differently um, and then you're open to looking through a different lens and seeing like you said you know you started looking at people thinking they're doing it all differently yet they're all successful it's like you look at all musicians they're all making music but they all do it in their own way and they don't go oh there's too many musicians out there I can't make my own music they make their own music and, and like you say and they're they believe in themselves and I think there's so many strategies and stuff for us to to go after and to use and I used to remember thinking a lot of people when they say I'm no different to you if I can do it you can do it and and ultimately yes you can but when you're focusing so much on the strategy it just gets it can get really demoralizing because you're like I'm doing what you're doing and it's not working and then you can feel really crap and a failure and useless and maybe I'm not meant to do this and that's why I'm so passionate at like, yes, of course, if they can do it, you can do it. Because if they, if you couldn't do it, you wouldn't be in their world. You wouldn't be able to see it. But the reality is you've got to believe in yourself first. You can take action with belief. You can take the same action with lack of belief and you're going to get different results. The, the results don't come from the action. They come from the energy behind that action. Um, but how I wrote down when you were talking about this, um, patterns because obviously we can talk about identity and we're both in the know and so we know our identity um and we can we know signs to look out for but what were the signs for you when you knew that you were like slipping into playing small or holding yourself back and what um shifts did you make to step into that new identity mm. So it's all around habits, mm. like that's the first thing, and like it's the ways of being. So I, 
when I was doing this work at the end of last year, the first thing I recognised is, is how often I would slip into victim mentality. Yeah. So this is awareness of the thoughts that you're telling yourself. And I say, I talk about this all the time with my clients, the stories that you tell yourself. We, everything that we tell ourselves is a story. Yeah. It's not, there are very few truths in the world. I talk to my clients about truths and true. So something might be true for you, always something might be true for you in that moment in time it's not true forever and then there are very few truths that are true always like mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> i heard so your I... live on that actually and i was like yeah that, that it was really really powerful because you're like it's true now but it's not the truth of you the truth of you is you're worthy and deserving but mm. it feels true because at the moment in in this moment which is all we have is that it doesn't feel like you're worthy yeah exactly. but that's not the truth yeah and so i recognized first of all how much i was in my victim so this is something yeah. i talk about a lot and and people struggle with this because nobody wants to to admit that the, the truth is we've we've created a very victim mentality society culture. yeah culture yeah like globally yeah the, the way that we're actually just like taught through society through pop culture through every the, the, everything government and everything mm is to be in your victim because when you're in your victim you don't make a change mm. so the first thing is it's not just awareness of thought it's awareness of thought of like okay i'm having this this thought right now oh that's a limiting belief a lot of people will stop there mm. oh i've got a limiting belief but i can't do it because of xyz but you have to actually rise above that thought and realize that you are not your thoughts mm. you have to rise above that thought and, and, and actually feed yourself what's that this isn't me so just because i've had this thought that actually i, I choose not to accept that mm. so i did a lot of work on like the awareness of where my victim mentality and victim story was showing up this has been showing up and, and for most people it's showing up for decades yeah i was living in thailand and i was like i'm my business can't be successful because i'm on a different time zone to most people people don't relate to me because i'm living on the beach Whereas a, a year before, it was like, people don't aren't buying because I'm in a full-time job. There was always a story. Yeah. There was always an excuse. Yeah. So I had to become really aware of that. Um, and 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 I do, I, I actually try, trained as um, like NLP and hypnotherapist and all of those things mm. because of the yeah, me too. impact that it had. Yeah. yeah. So so I, um, I listened to hypnosis every night, every night and every morning for like, I think... Mm. The, since 20, week 20 of my um, pregnancy or something like that. So I was priming my subconscious brain. And then a big thing that um, that I noticed in terms of my habits and my patterns was uh, my lack of self-integrity. Uh, so how often I would say I was going to do something and not follow through. Mm-hmm. And so when I had my baby and I came back to work, obviously, you know, you've got a lot less time, time. free time. Yeah. on your hands although nobody told me how easy the newborn stage is yeah yeah <laughs> so if you're pregnant and you're about to have a baby build your do your building in the first few months because it's easy yeah um but i i had to tell myself this story you know before i was in my victim i'm like well i don't want to work late because i don't believe in burnout and blah 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 mm. and actually it was like well i need to sometimes work when it's not convenient because let's say I'm going to do the things that I'm going to do and that's the type of person I am and this is actually what I would go back to this is the work I do is with the identity how I change my habits how I change my behaviors is who's the type of person that I want to be mm-hmm. so it doesn't become 
oh, I need to post on social media because so-and-so online says I need to post on social media every day to grow my business. That's victim. It becomes a should. It, the yeah. energy's off. I come back to, and you touched on this earlier in a, in a, in a similar way, it's like, it's my responsibility to share my message. Hmm. I'm the type of person who is committed. I'm the type of person who is consistent. And so it doesn't become, should I post or should I not? It's like, well, I'm a committed person, so of course I do. But yeah, yeah. It, it becomes it, a part of your like, DNA. It becomes, and it, and then it's not a should, it's like, well, that's who I am. Yeah. And so it becomes so much easier. And I, I use this excuse, oh, I just moved house, and it was mm. a big, big mm. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, was final and everything. And um, I didn't post for, for, I usually post Monday to Friday. That's my commitment. And I didn't post on a Thursday and a Friday. And I had this conversation with myself, just to give you an example of, of when you're not burning out, because have the discernment of when you're burning out. And I was like, do you know what? I've just had a really big thing happen. I'm a committed person, but right now I'm committed to me first. Exactly. And that was yeah. where I can have come back to the identity. And I didn't feel guilty. I didn't feel bad. I still made sales. My business didn't fall apart. Mm. Um, and so that's where I come. That's how I manage those behaviors and actions and habits. And mm. I build them. It's like, it's coming back to who am I being in yeah. that moment. Yeah. Definitely. And I love that where you bring it back. I am still committed, but I'm committed to myself. And I think <clears throat> we often put ourselves so far down in the pecking order. And a lot of the work that I do with my clients, there's a lot of guilt um, around putting themselves first, especially when they're, you know, they are mums. Um, and I think it's the most selfless thing to do is putting yourself first because you can't pour from an empty cup and you've got little ones that are relying on you and if you're not looking after yourself how can you look after someone else um and it can feel and i think for women it can feel really foreign because we're not a, we're not really selfish people and yet we can see putting ourselves first as selfish and the moment that you reframe it and then you start to see that by putting me first it means that I'm more loving and attentive to my son I'm more present to him I'm more um, present to my clients I'm more fresh I'm more um, alert I'm more motivated more energized my relationship is more energized and, and then you're like well actually yeah there's some real benefits in that um, mm -hmm. but it but it is hard so hearing you say do you know what I know I am I'm still very committed but I'm committed to me today is exactly the kind of reframe that we need to adjust to um, mm -hmm. and to bring into our lives and also like you mentioned the word should quite a lot and I think we all fall under the should category too much um, I know for the first couple of years for well not not necessarily the first year of my business I thought I was I was so naive that I just went and did it my way and just loved it it's the more that you then get consumed mm -hmm. with the bullshit that goes on and the conflicting messages that come through from everyone else and then like oh well they're doing they're doing really well so I better do it their way um because it's lonely when you first start your business as well and so you're you're kind of looking for someone to guide you and you forget that you can actually guide yourself um, but you kind of lose yourself a little bit and you're like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, or oh, I should do that because that's what they're doing. Um, and yeah, my first year was phenomenal in business, but my second and third year were crap in comparison because I was listening too much to other people and not enough to myself. And my identity started shifting 
downwards almost rather than this Mm -hmm. sort of higher energy um and yet again I was doing the same thing and it's like Mm -hmm. well I was doing all the stuff but the thoughts that I was having around it all was like oh god people aren't going to pay my prices I need to learn my prices all of that sort of stuff and I just felt myself retracting whereas Mm -hmm. the first year I was like fucking hell this is just brilliant and I had contracts coming in I had some of the biggest clients that I had even to date um and it was so easy and and yet we get caught up in it all um and and that's hard to navigate through and that's the thing when I first came I was the same I I thought I was making it up when I first started my business I had the idea even to be a coach I was like I want to be a wellness coach and I wasn't very good at Instagram and I was like I can't find anything like this is really different Mm -hmm. when you get into this world I mean we're in an online space that literally thrives off making you feel like you're doing something wrong (laughs) yeah yeah and it it takes a huge and I know we we spoke actually about this and it'd be good to go into it it takes a huge amount of resilience yeah who I used to take everything as gospel I used to see somebody and say don't do that I wouldn't do that and and you end up shrinking yourself into this box and you're Mm -hmm. like I don't even know what to do anymore and you lose a lot of trust with yourself one of my mentors that I have now, she is younger than me. She doesn't have a baby. She travels the world. She does a lot online. Her map of the world, her belief system is you need to do a lot. She's grown her business incredibly fast. Mm. Old me would have been like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to be as successful as her because I can't mm. do as much as she is doing. I can't do as much as even I would want to do. As soon as you shift into like it, like we say, it's your belief system. If you, your brain will literally feed you evidence of what you believe to be true. I had a belief when I came back. I, I trained myself when I was pregnant that it didn't matter how tired I was because I was somebody who was always very tired before I had a baby. Right. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't matter how tired I am. I will have creativity. It doesn't matter that I don't look as glam or whatever as I would want to when I've had newborn mm. hair and stick over me people want to invest in me and I saw that as evidence because you have to get to that point and, and the resilience is like people are going to say a lot of shit online yeah. and you have to have your kind of not your walls up but have that awareness of like what they're saying does not have to be my truth yeah whereas evidence and this is where for me it helped so much to see how many people are successful in a multitude of ways Mm. where is the evidence i have that this can be true anyway i have two mentors both very different Mm. one of them does all of this stuff and the other one she she does do she has a podcast and things like that but very very different business models both multi-six figure CEOs and coaches so there's Mm. no right or wrong way it is entirely down to how you view yourself Mm. if you view yourself as somebody who's going to struggle you will struggle because your brain will find evidence because we always our ego wants to be right of course and there's always there's evidence available for all paradigms and all ways it's what you want to choose to buy into um and yet it's having that in a inner strength to battle the ego by recognizing that it's ego to start off with and not factually correct um resilience of like also when you have these thoughts you know i think people think you get to a certain level and you don't doubt yourself you don't feel scared Mm. you don't wonder if it's all gonna go away Mm. and like it gets i want to quit my business the most when it's going well 
Yeah. Because it feels so uncomfortable because it's still, my identity is still calibrating to that. Um, so you don't, you don't not have the doubt. You don't not have the fear. You just, you bounce back. It's like, mm. okay, uh, people haven't thought, what can I do to be different? What can I do to communicate my message better? What, what Where is it my responsibility? And that's mm. another part of my identity that I really focus on is like I take radical responsibility for everything in my life even the bad things that aren't quote unquote my fault because it's not about fault it's just like how can I take responsibility for my life and my creation and I think Megan that is absolutely key because Mm -hmm. there are so many people that want to blame others blame their past blame situations blame people bosses um clients you know lack of clients whatever on other people to but actually the reality is we are responsible for our own success and how we respond i always say you know life is 10 percent what happens and 90 percent how you choose to respond to it mm-hmm. um and i live by that i mean my past had a lot of deep trauma and stuff in it and i lost myself on loads of times too many times um, but that was my responsibility. That wasn't the responsibility of the assholes that, that hurt me. It was me. Um, and when I realized that I got my power back, um, and I saw it as really exciting. I didn't see it as like, oh fuck, it's down to me. I'm like, yes, it's down to me. Yes. Like I can fucking change this and I don't need to rely on anyone else or to be validated by anyone else or take the opinions the negative toxic opinions of anyone else i'm responsible for making this happen and that there was a freedom that was attached to that um but i mean you've spoken about self-responsibility and um how you you were really starting to program your mind to think differently while creating another human which in itself is a whole nother level, like you say, a whole nother identity shift. But the reality is our ego is a cheeky fucker and will try its best in every given opportunity to push on our weaknesses and to pull us back. You said that you often feel like quitting your business more when you're at the top rather than before what what do you have as coping mechanisms because i think this is the thing is the reality is you don't suddenly get rich and everything disappears you don't suddenly run a really successful business or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve and everything suddenly is cushy um we get better at navigating through the stuff but it's still there and i think that's really important for people to recognize it's taking it seriously but not being afraid that it's always there because even though it's always there, your experience in handling it is so much more um, experienced and quick and effective that actually it can be a minor little dip rather than a, you know, a total Mm. off-piece situation. What do you do to navigate through that or to prep you so every day you show up um, as the person that you want to be, that embodiment part? Yeah, and I mean, I'm gonna, earlier we mentioned about when I was committed to myself. I it's, It is a, I'm not perfect all the time. And like, especially since becoming a mum, I do not put myself first nearly enough as no. I should. But when I know I'm in the 
negative mindset victim mentality you know I, I've got a lot of reasons why I could be like this is too hard for me and I so first first basics I make sure I drink water and mm. I make sure I eat three meals a day mm. because I was to sometimes there have been points where I would not even do that yeah and so I have to buy myself path of least resistance I bought myself a water bottle with a straw so it's easier for me to drink I think there's studies done that it's easy you drink more water if it's easier for you to drink oh. and I got a food delivery service so because I, I wasn't basically uh, eating enough so um I had to look at things that I could do that are actually gonna look after me and if I couldn't do that myself which are things I should be able to do myself mm. but I just wasn't I literally outsourced it so I don't outsource my business is very streamlined mm. I outsourced and even if you don't have the um you know capabilities to do that just look at where can you I've got a dog water once a week like mm. things like that that just help me to look after me and then another thing that I'm I've been navigating is making sure I come back to my practices that I do when things are bad so a year ago I would do I all of the journaling I would mm. do breath work meditation hypnosis like all of these things and um, I don't. You, I think we tend not to do them when things are going well, and actually, yeah. it's really important to create safety in the new levels, in the new up level, because it is essentially a new identity. It's a new. It's a new calibration of energy that you're. You know, I'm holding more than I've ever held in terms of clients, money, whilst looking after a baby and a dog, mainly on my own. Yeah. Or on my own. You know, mm. <laughs> um, it's a lot. And, and we have to give ourselves grace for that. And we have to look at where can I, like, where am I pouring back into me? And, and it's not about, I used to do the journaling, do the breath work and be like, this is going to be the thing that's going to unlock business success. <laughs> and it was very much of a this, then that. Whereas now it's like, how can I manage my myself right now? How can I manage my emotions? Um, I, I recently needed, like, I've started again tapping, which I didn't do. Yeah. I just try and do that when... I feel like I'm in that, even, do you know what? I'm gonna be really honest. Simple as like, I take deep breaths. <laughs> and people think it's these big crazy things. No. And I was thinking yesterday, on Thursdays, I spend time with my son because he's looked after and like Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Fridays. So Thursday's mm. kind of like our day together. And I went to a park near us and I was just driving to this park with my dog and my baby. And I was, it was the middle of the day and I was on a Thursday and it was empty and I was like, oh my god I'm so grateful that I get to go for a big long two-hour walk in the middle of the day with my baby and my my dog and it's like sometimes we think we have to be grateful I, you know, I haven't once thought I am obviously I'm so grateful for my clients but it hasn't been like oh my god I'm so grateful mm. for this this sales model these clients and it, not in that way but it's just like they're the things that matter and yeah. I think we get so caught up in and that used to be me and it used to be really frustrating when I used to hear this, but you would get so caught up in like the 10K months. The 20K oh, months, I know. Yeah, me too. All of this. Mm. And ultimately it's like, they're just blips. They're just tiny moments in time when like a transaction happens or when a client signs. But actually, why are you doing this? Mm. Like what's your real and maybe I didn't have my why until my son was born and maybe yeah. that's why my business took off then and you know you might not be but you don't have to be a mum yet to have that that thing but I was 
rocking him to sleep the other night and he had his little head on my, oh, on my shoulder. So you precious. Know, he's yeah. eight months, he's a baby still. And, and I was just looking at his little squished up face and I just thought, oh my God, like this is why. Mm. And you just have to have that passion. I think I've gone off piste here, but like you have to have that why that every mm -hmm. time you do have that wobble, it's like, but I'm going to get up again. Yeah. Uh, totally. I totally relate. I mean, my son's not been very well the last couple of days and I cuddled him to sleep. He's just turned seven, going on 17. But um, he's a real mummy's boy and I was just cuddling him and they just have their own unique smell. And I was just like, oh my God, like this is just why. And like, you know, I love him so much and everything I'm doing is for him. And the reality is he's been off school for the last three days and my business has worked around it. And that that very much was one of my values and one of my whys. Um, and you did, you made a really, really good point um, with regards to the fact that the practices that we do aren't going to make us suddenly, uh, and I think you did a post on this, like you're not going to get loads of sales by blaming someone for calling you thunder thighs or something, um, or just always just doing the breath work, thinking, you know, it's all going to come. But the reality is it plays a part. Um, and you mentioned about how you, st even when things are going really well, you still do it. And there's been many a client um, or a conversation that I've had where people are like, I'm in a really good place now. I don't need to do it anymore. And then they drop it and, and go into the doing mode. I can get back to the doing mode now and doing what I'm comfortable with. And then of course things dip and so they then pull it back. Whereas if you can just maintain it, then there are no you know, like peaks and troughs. It's just like um, a calm alignment of what it is that you're wanting to achieve. But it's about finding the balance. And like, um, I think it was me and you that were speaking about this, or it might have been someone else, so apologies if it wasn't you, about how you were really in the doing but then you went really into the like the feminine energy of the meditation and whatnot. Um, and then your business really grew when you found balance of both. Mm. And balancing both doesn't mean a 50-50 split either. And again, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I've got to balance it. Work-life balance is 50-50. No, work-life balance is what works in a way that balances your life. Like yeah. it might be a, a, a 65, 35, it might be a 70, 30, um, but that is balance for you because you're working on you, but you're working on your business, you're getting the results, so on and so forth. Um, and I think we do, we can go from one extreme thing, we're going to find all the magic answers in the doing, then we're going to find all the magic answers in the leaning back and tapping and meditating and all of that jazz. But the answers lie within you and creating that balance of both. Do you yeah. agree? Yeah, I do agree. So I, I, when I first came online, okay, so my background was very obviously sales, male dominated, do, do, do. Hmm. The problem that I have, and this is an opinion, but the problem that I have with a lot of the, and this is my responsibility as well, I invested in a lot of like manifestation, spiritual, type um coaches and things like that thinking it would be the magic answer 2020 2021 and really what it was doing and this is not to the coaches right this is my own belief system mm. and my own, i take full responsibility for this but in my opinion it was feeding my wounded feminine 
of wanting and my victim mentality of I want things to be easy. I want I don't want to do the hard work. I want to I want to just like do some breath work or pay some money and then I'm magic like I'm just gonna invest and then I'll get the money back. You know that was the belief mm. system that it was fueling. I don't believe that now and so I'm actually easing more back into the feminine energy because I'm in a more powerful place of mm. how I can receive that information. But I do think there is a bit and it's you know it's not necessarily that I just think if you're new to business and you think that you're going to get there by doing a lot of feminine energy work my belief system is that it, that's not you need a, a healthy mix of healing your victim mentality before you can receive feminine energy I that's my belief yeah yeah right, choose to accept it or not um so I was really into that and it wasn't doing anything for me the things that changed my business and there are three things that changed it and this is the work that I do one was identity work it was my belief system it was who I am being it was showing up as committed consistent courageous those were kind of like my three things the second thing was my USP your unique selling point you need to identify what your skills and experiences are and actually what you're good at mm. you know because people I'm actually doing a masterclass after this yeah I'm touching on some of this later <laughs> So you're getting a sneak peek, but this is the work, right? You you need to you need to be good at what you do. There's there's too much out there of like people. You need to and not enough people are okay with being a beginner at the, the beginning stage. Yeah. Beginner doesn't mean that you're crap at what you do. It just means that you are a beginner and you're going to get better. I'm a better coach now than I was a year ago. Mm. I've had two people recently invest in me and they're like, I was thinking about it a year ago and I was like, you've come at the perfect time. Like, I can support you. I'm so glad you didn't back then. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a better coach now. But you need to know what you're... That is, that is skills. That is skill set. That's like yeah, yeah. what I was experiencing. Whatever your background is, whatever you are really good at, that you can actually pay, that people value people need to value what you do and then it's like also your stories it's your perspective on things it's your life experiences and it's all of that blended together and that's your usp when you nail that that's that's your strategy right there because that's how you create offers that's how you create messaging that's how you stand out mm -hmm. in whatever way you want yeah and then the third thing is a resilient mindset yeah yeah and that is the thing, I think that is the key thing missing when people come in. They see people making a shit ton of money. Um, they see, you know, the flashy stuff, the, the balloons, the whatever it is. And they're like, the freedom lifestyle. Like, there are many days when I have to, I, right now especially, I was up until, you know, midnight. Not last night, the night before, finishing up things. Because I simply didn't have, that's because of my lifestyle. I don't have time mm. in the day. I'm not working as much in the day. But there are times I have to work when it's not convenient. There are many times when I've sold things and it hasn't sold. Mm. <laughs> there are many times, like, um, you know, I I just launched a, a mastermind, uh, which is amazing. I'm loving it. And it's my favorite thing ever. And I sold this for about a month. I was going to bring this up because I wanted you to share this. <laughs> can, I, can I share it now? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> I sold this mastermind and it was called the unapologetic sales mastermind. I sold this mastermind for three weeks and I had a couple of people interested. I was having conversations, but nobody bought. I was doing the same messaging. I do this thing where I test my messaging and like mm. things were landing because people were, were inquiring, but they, nobody bought. And then it was the weekend, like it was a week. So it was like a week to, to go on the Monday. It was like the weekend before that. So let's say like eight or nine days before it was actually due to start. Like the, the program was starting and I had zero people in. 
and I had this identity shift. Mm. Is this what I explained to you? Yeah. It's a quite a funny story, so I, I hopefully your, your listeners like it, and I know we're probably getting to time. So, <laughs> um, I was in Asda, and I was getting a bottle of wine to have with my dinner. I have a bottle, and it obviously lasts me a few days. And um, I didn't have ID on me. Now I'm 30 years old. I, if you're watching, I, I don't look under 18. But in this Asda, sometimes they like to ID me, because sometimes I look like a haggard mum with no makeup on, and they just, I don't know, being goody two-shoes. So... I was standing there waiting for somebody to come to the self-checkout and ID me and in my head I was like, oh my god, if they ID me I'm going to be so annoyed because it's Friday and I need to get back and do baby bedtime and I can't mm. come out afterwards, blah blah blah. And I kind of had this out-of-body experience where I saw myself as I was thinking all these things and I was, I realised I was hunched over, I probably had a little frown on my head like mm. off or something like that. Yeah. And I probably, someone would probably want to ID me just to piss me off because yeah. that was the energy I was giving out and I was like, but I'm 30, hmm. why am I worrying about this? And I felt my energy shift and I even stood up straighter and my shoulders went back and I relaxed my face. And then I would come over and just wiped it and stopped me my wine. Yeah. Anyway, coming back to sales. So I was going into this week and I was like, I've not been unapologetic in selling this unapologetic sales mastermind. I know there are people that are meant to be in this. And I messaged my mentor and I was like, I'm gonna sell this week she was like, how many are in? I was like, well, there's none so far. But I was like, I'm going to sell it like it is sold out this week. And I signed up four people into that program. It was in dollars. It was a 10K launch. In pounds, it was 8888. <laughs> um, in a week, imagine if I'd given up. Imagine yeah. if I'd been like, nobody's bought, so I'm just going to hide now, which I could have easily done. I could have easily gone back into the identity this isn't going to work. My messaging didn't change. My sales <clears throat> process didn't change. My my identity changed. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, and I love that. And I'd written down um, when I was doing the notes, make sure that, because you shared that <laughs> with me previously, because that is it in a nutshell, isn't it? You, you had a month of launching. The first three weeks you were showing up, doing the things, doing all the things and nothing was working and then you had this shift of and realization of I'm selling an unapologetic sales program and I'm not unapologetically selling I need to step into the identity of the transformation these ladies will have and sell in my truth yeah and you did that and then you signed up four incredible people and got a 10k launch yeah and they're just the most perfect um people in it as well which is it makes it obviously even better like they're not it wasn't convincing energy it wasn't people wanting to be saved it's like just being it was just such a powerful thing so yeah i should have just started it then and that would have been the podcast <laughs> well yeah well yeah but i mean there's been so many other goodness that's come through but with that um with your energy shift in that moment did things feel easier did it feel like you were going downstream rather than going upstream was there a confidence that was in you that wasn't there before I think it just felt more like ignited like it had always been in there and then it was just like right and I was showing up from there are going to be people in this mm -hmm. it wasn't because this is the thing where your brain goes right if you're like oh my god there's not going to be anyone in 
uh, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to have to, and you're going into um, crisis management because mm. you're already expecting an outcome. That would have dictated how I'd shown up. I would have maybe even not done as many lives or gone on stories or whatever. Mm. It just dictates everything subconsciously. You have no idea. Yeah. And so everything was inside of me, right? It was just like it was ignited. And I, I think it was. You know, I'm working on a belief that I don't believe you. I don't believe that you have to be high vibe all the time, but you do need to have a, a grounded. That's how I like to feel safe in it. It's like this grounded confidence of like, well, yeah, of course there's going to be people in. Mm. And also, if there's not, like, it was almost like a well, if there's not, it's fine because there's the, there's going to be people in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't. There's less to weight on it when you. It's just like an of course energy. Yeah. Yeah. A supported and guided energy. Mm, yeah. Is it, it's interesting, I mean, I love that. And it just, everything that we've spoken about is then summed up in that whole story of you just saying <laughs> that it's a balance of both. You were still doing, but you came at it with a totally different mindset, different energy. And, and, um, and it came through. And the reality, like you walk, people buy into you before they buy into a program. Yeah. like you you're drawn to people's energy even if people aren't into the energy side like you can yeah. walk into a room you know if someone's had an argument you can walk into a house you know if this is the right house for you if you meet mm -hmm. someone there's just that connection that yeah. there's a, a hidden vibe that you two will either be good mates partners you know whatever yeah. there there is that energy element to it it's just bringing the awareness and you know just last night I was I was being trolled by this guy that I went to school with um, and I was putting out some posts and it, a lot of it was very much around the mindset energy side rather than the strategy and he was like are you going mad are you part of some fucked up um, religious cult or whatever and all this sort of shit and I just thought this just really shows how people don't understand it and I think when people don't understand it there's ignorance that comes with it and that's why I really want to inspire and educate people on getting the best out of their life. And of course, taking action is one thing that we all know how to do. We're all really good at, well, most of us are really good at taking action. There's few that aren't. But if you can blend it with mm. some extra va va -voom or whatever, you're going to yeah. get a, so much more from it without the hustle and the grind and all of that other shit that comes with it. It's like actually let's make it work with me and just see things differently and recognize actually how you're showing up rather than just going through the motions, but like you say, taking responsibility and showing up with intention and, and purpose, you're gonna get so much more from that. And that doesn't come from the doing, that comes from yeah. who you are. Yeah, exactly. And like strategically, I think I went live more, which I've been doing more, I was doing more lives anyway, but I went live more that week. I did. I did follow up with people that had requested that they were interested. You know, I did the action, but it wasn't from yeah. a desperate, convincing energy. It was like, this is fucking amazing. Why aren't you in it yet? Like, yeah. And so I took the action, but I could have been like, the, the mindset shift would have been, oh, well, this isn't going to work and people aren't going to buy. So I, I, I'm going to protect myself and I'm not going to talk about it as much. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. And people won't know that I failed. That's like the, the subconscious, conscious mindset, energy, action link. Hmm. But when I was like, well, this is going to be amazing and people need to be in it because it's so good. <laughs> um, and I'm going to sell it like it's sold out. And who do I need to be to sell an unapologetic sales mastermind? 
then then it's like well this is what i would do so it's always it's like who yeah who am i being what is the type of person who would have that outcome and then what would they do and it yeah. just like we said at the beginning of the interview it just becomes easier because yeah. it's not a should it's a it's this is who i am yeah it's just a natural thing you naturally follow up with other people you would naturally question in your mind because you'd be like well this is a no-brainer why are you not in it um but the energy isn't oh i should be following up with them oh i'm really sorry i just want to follow up with you it's like oh my god like you know the whole approach is is so different and it it leads the ultimate results come from the action but it's like you then you eliminated the should and it was like no this is what the successful version of me does this is how I act this is how I then sell out my program and you just rolled with it mm-hmm. yeah love it love it <laughs> time has flown by and I know that you've got a masterclass in an hour so I don't want to eat into any more of your time but before we go um obviously I'd love for you to share how people can follow you but before um we go is there any sort of parting message that you want to share with people that you feel intuitively that maybe someone needs to hear that perhaps was something that you heard that you needed or you know just a piece of advice needed to hear stories like this yeah and that's why I wanted to share about what I've been through this year with, with everything because there are many times there are always going to be reasons why it's not going to work there are always going to be stories that you tell yourself um, in the form of excuses as to why now isn't your time and the the truth is and this is again um, the belief that i think please borrow it because it's so empowering when you build your business during challenging times when you build your business and it seems like the world is against you you are going to have a sustainable business because now it doesn't matter what's thrown at me in the future. It's only going to get easier from here. Um, and people think like, oh, it should be easy at the beginning. It's like, it's, if it's easy at the beginning, you're going to have a knock further down the road in your personal life and you're not going to know how to show up for your business. So like, there's never going to be a perfect time where everything in your life is going as it should. And let me be that evidence that you need where I've gone through marriage breakdown yeah separation having a baby looking after a dog trying to build my business well building my business and and I've done it and like yeah. I, I do say that from a place of empowerment because somebody hopefully one of your listeners do need to hear that and they do need to know that you know my clients can't come to me with a timing excuse <laughs> well no it's and I'm the same I'm like don't don't give me this timing <laughs> excuse Um, it might be that you have a full-time job it might be that you know your client the people in your audience aren't who you want them to be right now like bring it back to you like you have the power it doesn't matter it's just a story what's the more supportive story that you can tell yourself Mm. right now and you commit to that story instead of the one that isn't serving you exactly and you are i mean on paper you could quite easily be like, logically, this shouldn't be working for me right now if you were to look on the fact of everything you've gone through in the last year. But that's one that's one identity that you could have chosen. You didn't. You chose to actually create a new way, a better yeah. way, and yeah. to step into that. And I think that there's nothing more empowering than sharing a story like yours because there's so many people that will have elements of you in them Um, And they will have stories that are holding them back in some capacity. And 
I just love the power of a story because when you start to, you listen to a story non-judgmentally, but also with a, an open mind. And then you start to think, oh, actually, if she can do it, so can I. And you see elements of yourself in that person. And then there's a bit of light, a bit of hope, a bit mm. of, well, actually, I can do this. And then ultimately it's then down, it then comes down to you, what's the choice? Are you mm. gonna choose? to continue on the path that you're on with the victimhood and so on and so forth, which I know is sometimes really fucking hard to get out of because I've been there, yeah. but it was a choice. Or can I yeah. choose? And again, it, when you make that choice to, to see things differently, this person that might be listening to it right now who's really kind of like inspired by what you're doing, but thinking there's no way in hell I can build a business within a year or whatever, just do, just take one step at a time. Like, mm -hmm. it's not, you haven't got to go from A to Z right now. It's like, make yeah. the choice that you're willing to see things differently. Start to tell yourself different stories. Start to see the evidence of the new stories that you're creating to give you the confidence. Find the evidence to show that others are bullshit and start to just move and shift and see what comes yeah. through. But you've got to yeah. move, you've got to move, you can't, just yeah. stand still. As soon as you're saying, like, I never thought I would be part of me. I, I did when I did my timeline mm -hmm. um, therapy uh, qualification, I actually put that I would have a 10K month in October. But I never, you know, when I was going through all of this as well in the beginning of the year, I was looking for evidence of other um, single parents who have built their business who didn't have like a, you know, a supported partner. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, everyone seems to have a supported partner. And I'm sure they're out there, but I couldn't find them. And I pray that nobody's going through what I've been through, but mm. it doesn't have, like you said, it doesn't have to be exactly the same. It could be that you're in a job that takes up a lot of time or you're, you're separate, separate and isolated from family. And maybe mm. you are a single parent as well. And like, it's exactly what you said. I mean, it's not about like, well, I need to do this in the next six months. It's just like you, when you do make that decision to change and show up as that new version of yourself every day, time can collapse quicker than you think, but it's, if you're still doing it from that, it's still cause and effect. You're still doing it. If I do this today, then I'm going to have 10K months and six months. It's not about that. No. It's like, how am I showing up every day for today? For my future, yes, but yeah. for today. And, and the key word there is, how do I show up every day? It's making that choice every day to shift. It's not, oh, I've made that choice. Right, let's move on. It's like, no, yeah. you make that commitment and that choice every day. I don't know if you've come across Amanda Francis, and I know that we'll go in a moment. But uh, Amanda Francis, um, yeah. she wrote, she's wrote the book Rich as Fuck. Oh my yeah. God, she's just incredible. Mm. But she's like, every day you wake up with a choice, you start again, you start again. Okay. Um, and when you're rebuilding your beliefs and you're taking the action, you're, you're having, and you're tapping into the feelings, you're having to do that every day. It's not, I do it once. It's no, you come back to it two or three times a day. Yeah. Whenever the wobbles come in, you come back to it. Keep coming back to the truth. What is yeah. the truth? The truth of the new stories that you're creating. And then you you reconnect to that and then keep going. You keep moving forward, you keep doing. But the minute the wobble comes in, you start again. You don't this give is up. The work. This yeah. is the work. This is the work of entrepreneurship. This is why you need to be resilient as fuck to come into this. 100%, yeah. It will knock you down time and time again and yeah. the problems get bigger and bigger. Um, but the, the, the selling is the easy part, you know, like the strategy, the online, like the message, that's the easy part. Um, but this is the work that takes time because you've had this identity for decades. Mm. Those 
pathways are so strong. One of the best books is um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. If I would highly recommend that for all of your listeners. If any of Joe Dispenza's work is incredible, but yeah. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, um, really, really powerful. Mm. And another good one is um, What You Should Say When You Speak to Yourself by shad someone i can't remember the name but um that's around like self-love and self-worth very powerful around the thoughts that you have and that was a game-changing book for me that i read read at the end of last year oh okay cool i've not heard of either of them weirdly i love a good book i always love sharing books that people haven't heard of. good little good little stocking filler yeah there we go there you go indeed it's been amazing megan how can people stay in contact with you um best place is instagram i am megan rose underscore mm-hmm. um and then yeah anywhere else just that's where i'm aiming at i have a facebook group but i can't remember the name of it so just find me on instagram okay. i'll add it all onto the show notes i'll look up and see um only have you got a website no i don't no. worry about websites cool love that too and streamlined people you don't need a website to make money <laughs> Uh, it's so true so true because that's another story that we get caught up in got to do the website got to make sure this is right and then i'll then i'll promote i've got to do this i didn't even have you know i would just send stripe links for a very long time i didn't yeah. even have like a proper platform where people could pay <laughs> i do now yeah but yeah it just it shows you don't need it yeah you, you don't just need don't it. need it it's like don't get caught up in the bullshit of all of that just else you're gonna never do it it's just another form yeah. of procrastination isn't it you don't exactly. you don't have a website and you're making 10k months you used to just send links out and you are still making 10k months stop with the bullshit of oh i've yeah. got to get all that done just Make go out simple. and exactly Focus on solving a problem and working on your mindset and it will work out for you <laughs> awesome it's been amazing megan thanks so much for Thank being you. a part of this and if anyone's got any questions for megan obviously then please reach out to her um if this episode has resonated with you or there's anyone that you know that might benefit from this again please share it because the more that we can get this message out the more lives we start to transform so have the most amazing week and i'll see you all soon bye for now that's all for this episode thank you so much for listening if you've enjoyed this show please head over to itunes subscribe and leave a review bye for now